Welcome to Coffee, Beans, and Booze. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Shyla. And we're thriving in a small town. It's caffeinated Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for Coffee and Booze. Clink! Hey, Shyla, how's it going? It's going. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. I hear you've been making it around town with some new weights. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Somewhat looking like the Michelin Man. You know, it's all good. You know, you got you got to maximize the time you have. I didn't work out last night. You know, I'm just trying to be like consistent with working out. I'm yeah. trying not judge myself. I'm trying to whatever. I'm just been trying to be consistent. And I have been on like a really good streak. And every day, it's usually like one o'clock. Like I do it during my lunchtime, okay, or whatever. Yeah. Last night, I'm not even kidding you. It was 11:25. I'm like, I have 35. I like, you, you know, I gotta it get in. I gotta get in. I did. And I did. But how about you? You made the most of the sunshine yeah so yesterday we went for a walk i i realized that in order to make 750 miles for the year mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to do like 15 a week yeah like that's you know i know i actually did the pretty, math the other day when yeah. you said that i was yeah. like not that i was checking up i was just like what is what is 700 like but that's that's reasonable it's doable it's totally yeah. doable so we we did uh we walked three days in a row mm-hmm. thursday friday saturday right nice uh which is great and uh yeah so i decided that in order to kind of maximize my walk I would uh, wear 2.5 pound weights to my ankles, mm-hmm. but if you've seen weights, that's... <laughs> I'm, I'm envisioning so... like a band that goes around your ankle, right? <laughs> Has it slowed you down or does it no. feel anything? Does it feel no. like much? Okay. No, it's actually much not resistance. that bad. Um, you know, I, I mm-hmm. think we've been doing this walking enough that it's it's not it's not that, yeah. that big of a deal. But yeah, so Jessie had, mm-hmm. had a good laugh and told me She had a good time. She had a good time. And I told her, when I have a sweet ass, she's going to be the one laughing. <laughs> Things, so. I can't wait. I, I can't wait. That's awesome. We'll have the sweet ass check-in. That's right. Yes. But speaking of check-ins, you how you doing on your book reading? You got you yeah. 52 books, right? 52 You're books. chugging through. I am. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. And I just uh, finished the audio book uh, by Admiral William McRaven called Make Your Bed. It's based on a 2014 commencement mm-hmm. speech that he gave. It's actually pretty popular. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, when of... you were telling me about this, I was like, oh, I have heard of this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so he has mm-hmm. like 10 principles he learned in Navy SEALs training six months it's you know kind of crazy it's really fascinating so one of the things that they do uh that i kind of find found funny probably not funny to the recruits who are you know doing this whole training um so if they do something out of line they have to do this thing called a sugar cookie and the sugar cookie is running out into the ocean diving in and then coming back and completely covering yourself in sand Oh, this makes sense of why it's called a sugar <laughs> the cookie. sugar cookie. Oh. Yeah. And so, but then you, but the worst part mm-hmm. is you have to stay that way the whole day. You don't get to oh, go all God, that, the like, grittiness yeah. and, like, as your arms hit your body, you know how that sand feeling is? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that's pretty much torture. So he started oh. with, I think, like, 150 in his class and mm-hmm. 33 graduated. I believe it. Um, so it's pretty crazy. And he, so he goes through 10 things, mm-hmm. 10, kind of 10 principles. And one of them was, the first one, make your bed is the name mm-hmm. of the book so obviously make your bed is mm-hmm. one of the principles that he talks about and he just says that you know it's the first task of your day mm-hmm. and you know being able to complete a task of your day so Absolutely. you know sometimes that's what it's about it is it is you know for me the my word of the year is consistency like I'm trying that whatever I'm doing whatever I'm focusing on being consistent because I tend to be super excited about something and but I just don't I don't keep it going and you know it's that idea of like okay is it make your bed is it what it is and for me it's funny because I'm seeing like these side things that allow me to be consistent so like mm-hmm. I'm a digital planner like I have a, a um, on my iPad there's like a planner and I've been filling out like my priority for each day and 
and when is my workout time? Like just trying to be very deliberate to be able to allow myself to be consistent. And it's funny because it's helping me to identify like what is that one thing that I, if I accomplish it today, I'm going to feel good about getting done. And it's been really been a good thing so making one's bed could definitely be it yeah but you there is something about my sleeping that you make fun of a little bit which is that <laughs> i i sleep with a weighted blanket but and a weighted blanket that's too heavy for your body <laughs> it is a little bit slightly I'm a, heavy i'm a little worried that you're not gonna like, i think I, there's supposed to be like 10 percent of your body and mine is like 20 pounds maybe and i'm not 200 pounds so like I, I i'm sure it's just a little bit and every once in a while i think of you as i'm laying there i mean which sounds a little creepers but like i'm like shut, like as i'm laying mark calls it my tomb like because i don't move you you've like we've we've gone on trust you know i don't yeah. move when i yeah. sleep we like, actually are really good bunk we are mates. good bunk yeah. mates because i i don't go anywhere you don't really yeah. move either no, like know. you know yeah. and so like i'm laying there in my little weighted blanket tomb and i'm like if i die here shiloh will be like i told her i was <laughs> But I do like the weighted blanket. I do. The best part is I have the weighted blanket and then I have another one for like warmth because the weighted blanket is actually like almost cooling because it's like a material yeah. that is cool and I get yeah. very cold and then I wake up like five hours later like sweating to death and kicking it I know. Yeah. Yay. Mm-hmm. Cruising into menopause. You know. Shut your face. <laughs> oh God, ew. <laughs> I say is I'll always get there before you, right? Yuck. Well, I do realize that, like, I actually Mm -hmm. wake up, like, Mm -hmm. like, sweaty. sweaty, And that has never happened to me before. So I'm like, what is going on? What is my body doing? You know, it's funny you should say that because we we don't often talk about hormones or a lot of womanly things on on coffee, beans, and booze. But, like, on TikTok, I follow this woman and it's all about, like, like, she's just, like, she talks about, like, um like different issues of sex and sexuality as you get older and hormones and the hormones that go into mm-hmm. that, you know, and she, and she talks about like, you know, how, how like you get all sweaty and you get all these different things. And it's funny cause she'll be like, she'll just, she just talks about it. Yeah. I'm like, we should be talking about this shit. We should be like, I have and an she old ta- coworker who used to yeah. carry around a fan in her, purse oh god and we'd be at dinner and, she and she'd just, just pull it out and rock stick on it right for her I, I hope i'm god, that person she's pretty awesome and i like, hope i'm yes, that person but she talks yeah. about how like you spend basically you have your period for how many years and you spent man if we have any male listeners that are like running right now but like <laughs> uh, like you spend how many years she's like i have spent like the better part of all of my adulthood and my teenage years trying to not get pregnant like she's like you yeah. you like you know like you you have this thing that mm-hmm. and not such because you know but just because of the timing of pregnancy or the what you like all of those things and i'm like isn't that the truth yeah we spend our whole lives dealing with this thing that we literally use like three times maybe five maybe seven if you're catholic like that's about it like you know i joke i am catholic so i can joke about well uh, you know noah Mm -hmm. and i were into jamestown you know Mm -hmm. my eight-year-old like to watch jamestown which Mm -hmm. you know because you had you had to we're talking about subscription services and then i need them for all of my trash tv (laughs) and then i just add what did i just oh hbo max we added because i needed more trash tv and you're like i had to subscribe to to pbs so that i could have james Jamestown with my eight-year-old. Well, I had to look it up. I didn't know this. Uh, so there's this whole, like, side story about how one of the the um, ladies' maids, <clears throat> excuse me, is has devoted her life to service and mm-hmm. she can't, therefore, get married. Mm-hmm. And in this new colony, you know, whatever, she really wants to. And so she uh, ends up getting pregnant. But the way that she tests for pregnancy is to smell a ribbon that she, like, that has been dipped in her urine. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and she knows so, what it should smell like then? Well, so apparently, I looked it up. I had, okay. you know, Google you're Academy. So, you're so educational. <laughs> Google mm-hmm. Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently the thinking was that if you dipped 
this ribbon into your urine and you smelled mm-hmm. it and you gagged therefore you were pregnant and she was in fact pregnant in the hmm. show but yeah so there was it's just like my daily covid test where pitsy and only breathe in my face and i'm like yep i can smell your disgusting dog breath so i'm good to go obviously is there, I don't there really is feel a parallel well, but... there i think yes yeah. <laughs> is, is that a little parallel I think so, yeah. wow i had no idea you know you, you know what's gonna happen here i am gonna break down and watch jamestown because everything you say about it makes it sound like something i would love i think you actually yeah. would like it Probably uh, you so. know we don't agree on much but, no but i love a good historical yeah. drama type no it you know. was good is there any scandal going on in here total scandal oh then I'm in oh yeah then I'm in high society low society mid yeah. society there, scandal I'm there for it there's kind of all yeah. all levels all levels gotcha. of scandal there so yeah, yeah I finished good. Queen's Gambit amazing yeah loved everything about it I finished Bridgerton because okay. you know have you watched now I started it boys came upstairs I was like mm-hmm. mm, gotta stop that yeah careful when you get yeah. to like episode four five <laughs> six woof yeah um but then I watched a, a tiny pretty things which mm. is like you will hate that. Don't watch it. I watched one episode and I was like, nope. I have to say, and no offense to, I, you know, I have a lot of respect for writers and, and all different audiences and all those things. And I'm sure yeah. those writers worked really hard. Not the best work. The writing is like kind of really bad but I yeah. have to know what happens so I had to finish it last well, night well there yeah. yeah there is that yeah so. uh we're mm-hmm. we're working on the uh Umbrella Academy right now oh. with Elliot Page mm-hmm. uh, a couple of other people and uh that feels uh, have you ever seen the Royal, royal Tenenbaums mm-hmm. okay it mm-hmm. feels very Royal Tenenbaums okay. to me uh, mm-hmm. a little darker okay. obviously um but yeah it's been pretty good I so. like that yeah maybe I'll pick that up yeah, I don't know bad. I don't yeah. want to see what guys here yeah so well speaking of um darker and sassier and all of those things <laughs> I am oh, so excited what a great it was a great segue (laughs) take it for what it is Nina um I am super excited for our listeners to uh to hear from our guest today uh who do we have today Shyla so my younger sister uh Nina Stewart Mm -hmm. uh who is um just yeah she's a dynamo she's got a a dynamo she's she has served her country she's served her community she's a uh, incredible mom and I really loved the opportunity I'm sure she was like why are you asking about my children so much but I think she's a really great mom who is constantly reevaluating the values that she shares with her girls and I think that that's you know you know I I spend a lot of time wondering like talking about the goals of coffee beans and booze and that we're about you know really trying to help mobilize and inspire people to want to do in their community make a difference and I think Nina helps you do that and she reminds us that as moms you know every day every day we're inspiring the next generation of doers and and we talk a little bit about Shell shout out to to Shell just a little (laughs) bit um yes so absolutely so uh so here's Nina all right Hey, Shyla, how's it going? I'm doing pretty well. How are you today? I'm doing well. Did you have an eventful day? Yeah, I was pretty chill. I was painting. You were too. I was too. I, I went to stuff. New York and returned Rosemary, and then we just needed to get a second coat on, and Aaron was my helper today. Oh. I know. So it exciting. took us like 25 minutes to like get the second coat on. Fun. It was good, yeah. Well, our guest today knows a little bit about paint. She does. From we like have asked long advice. ago, right? <laughs> but we won't get into that. That's that's the least. It not, seems to me you know some personal stories about today's guest. You know, a few things, Maybe. I guess. Just maybe yeah. just slightly. So yeah. why don't you uh, go ahead and welcome our guest today? Yeah, so we're welcoming Nina Stewart, uh, my sister, yes. to Coffee Beans and Boost today. How about that? Very exciting. It is exciting. Hey, Nina, how's it going? <laughs> Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Um, so I finally got you to commit to this because, you know, we've been trying to get She's you. She's been dodging us for a yeah, while. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm that? a free spirit, okay? A free spirit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Nina, I'm pretty sure that I probably met you for the first time when you were like 20 years ago. You were a teenager. I was thinking about that. You I, were 14. Yeah. Legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was a freshman in I college. I was, I was thinking about baby. that. I was. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, how long have I known Nina? And I was like, 
That's a long time. It is a long I'm just time. saying. So now we know all. That of is a whole lot of that. events too. Yeah, oh, sorry, that's a whole lot of events too that you've seen. <laughs> Amen. Amen, sister. Absolutely. Well, welcome, and I'm so glad we were able to nail you down and get you scheduled for today. So thank you yeah. so much. Very fair, though. You do have a busy life. You've yes. got a full time career. You've got two beautiful daughters. Your your life is pretty full, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, you know. We work it out. Yeah. Of course. So why don't yeah. you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, so obviously I'm Shyla's sister. Um, I have two daughters, which we've talked about. Um, I live in Camden, Delaware currently, and will be here for at least the next 12 years of my life due to a custody situation. And I currently work from home every other week, which has been kind of an interesting transition going from full-time retail management to kind of chilling at home every other week. And then the weeks that I do work, I cross the Bay Bridge every day. So a little bit of a hike, but it's worth it. That's good. good. Very good. Yeah, and that career change just happened not too long ago. You had worked for a big box store, really crazy hours, Mm -hmm. lots lots Mm -hmm. of hours, um, and you made a big change to be able to be home a little bit more with your girls, right? Yeah. Are are they still cyber? Absolutely. Are they still cybering, or are they hybrid? Or so this is. This is the first week that they'll go back. Um, they go back Thursday and Friday, so their days are Thursdays and Fridays, and then the rest they're they're virtual. Gotcha. Oh, wow. wow. Big, okay. sh- big shift, big changes yeah. for everybody in the middle of crazy time. But like Shyla and I say, you know, like everybody thinks you're like, oh, I'm not going to make a big change during crazy times. You're like, you might as well throw it in because yeah, <laughs> we as women always have crazy times going on, right? We always got things going right. on. You know, but this like if if 2020 was nothing else, it was like the perfect year to recreate yourself. Oh, amen. Yeah, Very it was true. because like you're not around people that often, and like you, like you come back out in 2021 or whenever it might be, and you could be a whole different person, and everybody's just like kind of like whatever. That's cool. I love <laughs> accepting it. of it. Yeah, no, what that's a nice true. perspective, Nina. I yeah. like it. You are a free spirit. She is a free spirit. I, well, so <laughs> one of the big things that I wanted to talk to you about, Nina, uh, is going on that free spirit. You know, we have a lot of things in common, but the one thing I'm very calculated you are not you are very impulsive and you are someone who is like yeah you are someone who's like all right I'm gonna do this so I feel like my rendition of the story of you signing up for the military is that like you woke up one day and we're like I'm gonna do this and so you went to the recruiter's office and you signed up to be in the army so why don't you tell your rendition of the story (laughs) I'm looking forward to hearing Nina's yeah absolutely so honestly it's not far off from that so our brother our older brother went to basic training in April of 2004 and we went to his graduation and I was like well that's kind of cool and I went and talked to an air force recruiter they couldn't really give me a date that I would leave. So I was like, whatever, like, I don't know what I'm doing anyway. I don't think I want to do that. So in December, he comes home for Christmas leave, but ends up doing hometown recruiting. And he couldn't get anybody to go to the recruiter. And he was like, please just do this for me. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not joining anyway, because I'm going to college in the in the um, next fall. Like, this is a whole thing I have worked out. It's fine. So I go talk to the recruiter. And they're like, so what are you going to college for? And I'll never forget this. It was like the funniest time I've ever had in my life, I think. And I was like, criminal justice. And he goes, oh, so you want to be an MP, which is a military police officer. And I was like, uh, no. And he goes, so you want to be an MP? And I was like, um, no. And he goes, so you want to be an MP? And I was like, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Like at that point, I'm just like, if you are this adamant, go ahead. So I decided to go ahead and go to MEPS and take my ASVAB and, and go through the process, whatever. 
So I tell our parents, I'm like, listen, I'm going to go take my ASVAB, may as well, let's see how smart I am or how dumb I am, whatever you want to call it, and I'll be back tomorrow, it's not a big deal. So I go, and I come back with a massive stack of paperwork, mm-hmm. and we're in the car, me and my, recruiter, my, my recruiter and I are in the car, and I'm like, listen, you're going to have to go in the house with me. And he was like, <laughs> wait, hold on, was like, my- time out one second, because you are not even 18 at this point. That's important to point out. I was. I was was just 18. Okay. Just 18, yeah. So I turned 18 in October, and this was December 29th, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So he was like, well, why do I have to go in the house with you? And I was like, um, because my parents don't know I just joined the Army. And he was like, (laughs) oh. I was like, they're not going to believe me. So I walk in, and Mom looks at the paperwork, and she's like, what is that? And I was like, oh, I leave five days after graduation. And she was like... Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So there was my stint in the army. That's how it started. Wow. Well, I had no something. idea. And then and then we were on Christmas leave from high school. So I came back to high school and everybody's like, what'd you do? And I was like, joined the army. And they're like, no, you didn't. I'm like, I swear to you, I joined the army. Recruiter's <laughs> here. He can tell you. And they're like, you of all people. I'm like, yes, I am in the army. I know. I was going to say, because, you know, I mean, I've known your family for a long time. I'm not surprised, but probably because I knew your brother and I knew, you know, like, so I wasn't surprised necessarily that, that you wound up going into the army, but your free spirit along, that isn't something we necessarily think of, you know? And yeah. so did your free right. spirit have a hard time with army training no not at all because I'm not somebody that like overthinks things I just when I'm in a situation I just go with it mm-hmm. so it just yeah it didn't not, bother me at all like the authority mm-hmm. no the authority like okay cool and I came back like super in shape I looked great you know <laughs> I was, there were a lot of benefits to it yeah absolutely so how long were you in the army so I did six years of reserve time and then two years of inactive reserve, which meant that they could call me back, but I didn't actually do anything. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But that's not the mm-hmm. biggest feature of your military career because during those six years, something not. important happened, right? That is correct. So in 2008, I think it was like August of 2008, I got a phone call. I was at work at Home Depot at the time and I got a phone call and uh, it was my my unit and they were telling me that I was getting transferred to another unit and I was like okay so where am I going mm-hmm. and he was like um I don't know yet and I'm like no but seriously like tell me where I'm going because obviously I'm getting deployed if I'm getting transferred so at that point we were supposed to be going to Mosul Iraq um my transfer happened September 11th of that year I deployed the following year to Talifar Iraq which is a little bit I want to say east of Mosul but at that point, Mosul was kind of like a hot spot. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of things going on there. So it was, a, it was really terrifying to hear that. And I went through this whole period of time where, like, the the grass was greener, the sun was brighter. Like, I had this whole epiphany and kind of, like, lived a little bit more during that time that I was here before I went. It was mm-hmm. a really interesting experience. You know, what a what an interesting perspective on that, Nina, of really feeling like, you know, life is going to change, so I'm going to make the most of, of this day in front of me. And that's mm-hmm. really kind of cool because I don't know that we all think about big life change in that way, you know. Um, so mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah. So with your two beautiful little girls that you have, and, and they are, they're so sweet, you know, this idea of like serving country, serving community, serving all of that, like they're young and I know that. And how old are your girls now? Remind me. They are seven and nine. Yeah, seven and nine. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. how how do you feel like you're sort of instilling that value in them? Like, you know, like I said, I'm sort of spoiled in that, unlike our listeners, I know the values that you got from your parents mm-hmm. and in your family kind of a deal. How are you passing that on to, to your girls? 
So, I mean, we practice kindness all the time, you know, we, I guess I could, I could share this one story that was like mm -hmm. super cool and it made me almost cry in front of my oldest the other day. It was about a month ago and they love seeing, I guess love seeing homeless people is like a really horrible thing to say, but like they love having the ability to help homeless people mm -hmm. and like when we see them, they always want to stop and they always want to do something for them. So there's this one that stands kind of close to our house and my oldest daughter decided that she was going to pack him a lunch. So she gets this grocery bag and she packs like, she's the sweetest kid. Like I'm, I'm so fortunate with her. Um, she packs a sandwich and she like cuts up cheese, like and puts a bag of cheese in this thing. Um, gives him like a paper plate, like snacks out of their snack drawer, like fruit snacks and like all this stuff. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. So, you know, they, I think it's just like a natural sense of kindness that they have in their hearts and they always want to help people and that's not necessarily something that I can take credit for teaching them, but it's something that we certainly encourage. Yeah, I think I think it's just really interesting. Both of you, you know, and I don't know your brother quite as well. I mean, we, we've seen each other like passing, you know what I mean, your wedding, that kind of stuff. But you you all seem to have this sense of service. What do you guys think that you're, what do you, it would be, you need to have both of your perspective. Like, what do you think that, that Shell and Carl did to like set you up for that? No. You know? Do you think they did, or you think it I happened by know. accident? No, it didn't happen by accident. There's three of you. <laughs> Poor parents. I feel like parents are getting a hit today. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, I guess you know, if we look back, my my mom and dad were very active when my brother and I first started playing baseball. So they were very active in sports, and you know, my mom took over the concession stand and had been like the concession stand person for many many years. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they probably both really instilled a, a pretty strong sense of work ethic like nothing was ever free or or should be taken mm -hmm. for granted like my dad was a railroader he he welded on the railroad and you know that was a hard job it was a very physically demanding job mm -hmm. because it wasn't just like you got to stand and do right. the thing it was underneath it was climbing in and out that kind of stuff um you know the risks associated with welding especially in that time because in the 80s 90s they don't have the technology right. they have Absolutely. now for like even the know, safety checks they it, have now were right. so different like exactly. i'm sometimes reminded of how old I am by the fact yeah. that those things didn't exist. You know, like welders flash. I don't know, Nina, you know. if you remember going and picking up dad from the hospital oh, yeah. when he had had to go. I don't know for, what welders flash is. Excuse me. So if you don't, uh, I guess, have your visor down and mm -hmm. you start to weld or if someone around you does that, mm -hmm. then it causes you to have like, you can't see. It oh, causes okay. like yeah. temporary blindness. Um, and so like he's had, you know, had mm -hmm. several times where he had to go to the hospital for that. So I don't know. What, what do you think, What do you Nina? think, Nina? Yeah, do you think... What do you think? I I think that you're probably correct with with the work ethic mm -hmm. kind of conversation there. Um, you know, we always had to kind of work for what we had. They worked for what they had and kind of passed that down. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't. Yeah. Beyond yeah. that, though, it's. It's hard. And it's, it's I haven't really thought about it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really thought about it. That's something yeah. that, like, uh, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and be like, hey, I have an answer for that. But That's all right. You I, can, I you can tell us point. then. Yeah. See, that's the good thing. You can call Shiley. You can call me and tell yeah. us. You know, it's funny, though, because, like, I think about my parents were really busy working. Like, like community service and service time was a luxury. Mm. Like, it really was. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I often not joke with Shiley, but, like, I, I, I always try to, like, remind people that, that 
you know, donating food, doing those things is not just going into your closet and finding the things you all don't like right. and hand over that it's about purposeful giving. It's about realizing that you want to give to others the things that they really need and want and those things. And my parents did a really good job of being like, remember us going around collecting for Girl Scouts or whatever, like that's privileged time. You could have to work today, but instead you get to go that's help true. others. Yeah. And so I think, mm. you know, while I don't know that I could say that like my, my parents always had the time to be the lead on something. I mean, they always gave up their time as they could, but the attitude they taught me towards like the privilege of being able to serve yeah. and give to others, <laughs> you know, and, and I think yeah. you guys have that too, that yeah. like, you know, it, it's, it was a privilege for you to be able, even though I'm sure it was a shock to your parents, like to walk in with that recruiter and suddenly <laughs> army, 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 you know. Be, yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, <laughs> oh, certainly. Yeah. Go ahead. And you don't always go in with the intention of that. And then it, it does take on kind of a different shape as you go through it, mm-hmm. I think. So it wasn't necessarily a privilege at first. It was kind of sure. like a look what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it became something that was a lot more meaningful to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And you actually kind of, I, I mean, maybe enjoyed as a, as a, a an overextension, mm-hmm. but you didn't, you, you, appreciated your time in Iraq right that wasn't something oh absolutely yeah Yeah. so like the first time I went out I was like oh my gosh this place is a dump and then by the end of it I was like wow that's a really nice house like that's a really nice house (laughs) and I think like the most uh humbling moment for me was um I was out on a mission we were pulling security for a meeting at an imam's house and there was a woman that was sweeping her house um it was a dirt hut with a dirt floor and this woman was sweeping it and I looked at her and I will always remember this moment of like this woman has so much pride in what she has and it's nothing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like what are we doing with our lives Mm -hmm. so that's that's like one of the most humbling moments I think I've ever had in my life yeah Yeah. you had an interesting time Mm -hmm. too with the Iraqis because your job as MP there was to kind of make friendships and and build trust right with the Americans and the Iraqis right and to train and to train them yes Mm -hmm. yeah so you had an interesting couple of experiences with being a redheaded blue-eyed fairly pale uh, female oh they loved me they loved me (laughs) take your helmet off take your helmet off take your glasses off let us see your eyes let us see your hair and I'm like oh my gosh can you guys stop (laughs) (laughs) were you ever offered dowry you know in exchange for your hand in marriage no not not quite not quite no they always wanted to swap like patches and stuff but never my hand in marriage (laughs) swap patches like military patches yeah 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 and they always wanted like the american gear like oh my goodness let, let me have your gloves let me have this they always wanted american gear like they loved americans That's so but we were also northern iraq so we were with like the kurdish people and they adored us uh, interesting so i don't know yeah. if our listeners know this but there are parts of the world where people cannot perform the act of a jumping jack and that's something, did you guys encounter this in Iraq when you were training your the soldiers in Iraq? Like, they can't physically do a jumping jack? Oh, physically they yeah. can't. I thought you meant, like, culturally. No, maybe there was like, a they race. can't that, that physically, culturally, like, that's not <laughs> oh. something they're taught. No. So, like, if you look at videos, have you seen these, Nina? Like, videos of people no. trying to do jumping jacks in, like, other parts <laughs> of the country, uh, other countries, other parts of the world? Yeah, they can't physically do that. Sorry, it was a Because weird... they don't necessarily, like, have the muscle memory right. to do so. Yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. So you didn't run into this. This is not an Iraqi no, issue for you. <laughs> we did we did not do any sort of physical training with them. Um, okay. We were just basically trying to get them be, to be a little more proactive in their communities. So it was which, more tactical training than physical mm-hmm. training. 
Right, exactly. Yeah. You know what? Maybe, to... maybe we need Nina to help us teach people how to be more proactive in their communities. <laughs> I feel like maybe we need your skills. Like, you know, I was thinking about this today of like, you know, like we're always talking about our goals here with coffee, beans, and booze. And, you know, it's really about trying to highlight amazing women doing incredible things in our communities. But it is for the end goal of wanting to inspire other people to do more. And I was like, how are we doing that? What do we do? Like, you yeah. know? So maybe we are need we, you to help us. We might we, have to are consult. We winning? Are we winning here? I don't know. Um, yeah. So one of the other things, interesting things is uh, you worked for a big box store. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. being, again, a female in a big box store that <laughs> is mm-hmm. a male-centric industry. Um, how did that read sometimes for you? Oh, my goodness. I have heard some wild things. I have been harassed beyond belief um, by people in my direct chain of command. I have been harassed by customers, by contract contractors. I can say that. That's fine. Um, by contractors. And it's I, I think being a young female in that kind of an environment mm-hmm. is a little difficult. And people that aren't necessarily as strong-willed or quite as backboned as I am have faced some really big struggles with that. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, what's sort of your react? What, what's your tactic to reacting? <laughs> um, well, I can give you a, an example of one day where I had like a group of four men pass me. And I know like you can feel I, I am blessed in certain areas of my body. Let's just say that mm-hmm. if I if I can. Um, so I could feel them like looking at me from behind and I turned around and I threw my arms up in the air and I was like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they all kind of like snapped back around and I just kept walking. Like if you want to complain about me, that's fine. But we can go both sides of that story. Mm-hmm. You're not taking any crap there. I like it. Um, you you actually today had someone in the, in the local Walmart decide that they thought you should be friends. <laughs> right what happened what happened to Wait, you, you gotta got start with the pickup line oh yeah uh, what, what was, was the pickup oh, line? Yeah. He asked about my hair, so I'm a natural redhead, and he was like, oh, where did you get your hair done, or something like that, and I was like, um, I grew it. First of all, <laughs> if somebody if somebody says something like that, they're probably not interested, right? Mm-hmm. But he kept going, and I was super uncomfortable, and there was a man and woman, like, they were pretty near to us, and I could hear, or tell that they were listening to the conversation, and how awkward it was, and he was like, are you single? And I was like, yeah, but I'm super not interested in anything right now, like, I need to take uh-huh. some time for me, and he was like, well, uh, don't take too long to call me and I was like don't wait too long for me to call you (laughs) but he gave you a business card the business card what did it say on it (laughs) it was for his side business for jailbreaking Amazon fire sticks and I was like that's super attractive (laughs) what a side hustle I don't know whether to admire from his ambition or be like why would you commit that to paper I was just gonna say who has a business card for that (laughs) and like is it like fire sticks are us like 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 I don't even no. It wow. was a uh, computer. Wait, yeah. computers brothers. Computers with a Z at the end. Oh, Ooh. sexy Z. Yes. Mm, yes. Nice. But I was like, I was like, how is that attractive to me in any sort of way? And I find that like, mm-hmm. obviously, like I said, I'm a pretty strong-willed person. I have my own house. Like I don't need anybody mm-hmm. in my life to help support me. And people don't understand that. It's funny when people look at a woman and they're like, oh, she needs somebody. No. Mm-hmm. I don't need your fire stick business to help me <laughs> succeed in my life. <laughs> yeah keep walking yeah. keep walking friend all right so something that we didn't cover yet uh is that uh we, we did cover that you have very lovely red hair that's poker straight but we didn't cover that uh your children are biracial and therefore gave you a completely new skill set yes true story <laughs> yeah. oh absolutely mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So I have spent probably thousands of dollars trying to find product and trying to figure out how to do hair that is incredibly curly, kinky, whatever you want to call it. They have some crazy hair. My youngest has like thinner hair though. She has curls, but it's more like um, more, more my texture. Mm -hmm. But my oldest, we have had some struggles with her hair. It has been very interesting. And it has taken me probably about seven years to figure out how to do her hair in a yeah. way that made sense, yeah. Mm -hmm, totally. Yeah, and you guys live near the beach, so going to the beach mm -hmm. and getting sand in the hair, I'm sure, is a consideration for you. Like, do I do I we really need to go to the beach today? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, can can I wrap this thing up? Like, put a plastic bag over it and tie it up? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> you poor baby girl. <laughs> She's like, mommy, don't put the plastic bag today. Yeah, Give but I, I often yeah, I often think about you know how to raise boys uh, in. And, and not have the toxic masculinity and, mm -hmm. you know, how to raise sensitive boys who aren't going to be run over in the playground and, you know, just thinking mm -hmm. about that. But I, I also feel like, you know, as a as a, a girl mom, you have very similar considerations of like, how do I raise my girls tough enough, but mm -hmm. not too tough? And how do I give them, you know, autonomy and strength and independence, mm -hmm. but not to a point that is off-putting? How do I yeah. help them have my yeah. sass, but not give me yeah. their sass? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Yeah. So, so how, yeah. So what's, what's sort of your focus in the, in the values you want to make sure your girls have in, in being a strong women who don't take any crap, but also, you know, kindness and respectfulness and, and all those things. How do you weigh all of that? So, I mean, I, I try really hard to create a balance in my home. Um, it doesn't necessarily always work because I'm a woman and I'm hormonal and I'm sometimes pretty crazy. Let's not forget that fact. <laughs> but We can say that because our husbands um, don't listen. Yeah, that's right. They don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I do try to show them that, you know, being independent is completely okay. Obviously, I'm a single mom. I, like I said earlier, I have my own place. I don't need for anything from anybody. And being okay with yourself is kind of the most important thing. And we're taking kind of small steps in that. I always joke my oldest is nine and she will only wear a couple of brands. Abercrombie and Under Armour are two of those. And I'm like, you know what, if that's what it takes for her to get some sort of confidence and to be okay with herself, mm -hmm. then let's start there. That's fine. I'm cool with that. Like if that's what builds her up, mm -hmm. then let's keep going with that. And we'll figure it out as we go. So so I don't necessarily have like a whole thing planned out, but my youngest, I can say, I don't have to worry about. She's we are we are going to have to try to pull her back in the other direction and be like, listen, maybe sometimes you do need a couple of people around you. Aww. She's um yeah. she's definitely got a lot of fire in she's her. A feisty one. I think uh -huh. that you probably are okay. Um, you know, acquiescing to Olivia's desires for uh, brands because we've covered before the hideous things that Shell <laughs> has put in me in Ooh. and so I Ooh. find myself Ooh, can we get a picture on an Instagram this week of the two of you in something hideous Ooh. that'd be amazing oh. oh my goodness I just found some school pictures the other day I can certainly send you some oh, excellent excellent no. with my bangs, bangs the mall my, bangs my, yes oh my goodness yeah. there were some rough times and I cried every picture day uh -huh. I'm like but why this isn't my normal everyday look why is this picture day look Shell what were you thinking you did real good on the like teaching them service and community mindedness but you know on the clothing fashion it sounds like it was a, 
But you know what? You would take that. We I'm had sure. we had I'm some sure. struggles. We had yeah. some struggles, but yeah. So I, oh, I do that sure. too. I'm like, all right, Nike Under yeah. Armour. You know, we, I kind we of love your attitude TV. towards that, though, because yeah. I think you know we do spend a lot of time wanting to make sure that our children are humble and that they don't have you know that they're not like I must have this thing, you know. But I think there are times when if something makes your child feel confident, what yeah. a what a great goal, Nina. You know, and and mm-hmm. Shyla to make sure that like if this makes my child feel comfortable and confident, and they can be a part of. I love when you said we'll figure it out together. Like we'll mm-hmm. figure this out, and and I. Say it to my kids like if there's something like that that you want let's talk about why it's important to mm-hmm. you and then let's work on it together that might mean you save a little bit and I and we work together or when we go shopping you only get two items instead of four or something like that um right you've heard my tree torn story before Shyla where like all I wanted in middle school yeah. were tree torn sneakers because I went to Catholic school and the only like real independence you had was during gym time like you wore a uniform the rest of the time and so it really was the only thing and it was high pressure like Thursday was gym day and you know this t-shirt and shorts that you wore and your sneakers and I really wanted tree torn sneakers and my parents were like not having it so I one of the very few times that I lied to my parents and was convinced I'd get away with it I told them that I had to have tree torn <laughs> sneakers because we had the cafe gymtorium and that that was what they wanted us yes. to wear on the, with the floor yes. in the cafe gymtorium and they they clearly <laughs> didn't really buy it but I think just like you said they knew it was going to provide me some confidence and tree torn sneakers were not crazy expensive and, yeah. and we worked it yeah. out you know and now looking back I'm like there's no way they bought that story yeah. but they <laughs> but I think they believed in me and I think they knew that if I was gonna lie to them it there must have been something about it and that's what it was it was about feeling confident you know and and clearly that worked yeah I think I have some confidence yeah I feel like there's enough stuff these days for children to be bullied and Mm -hmm. you know if we can absolutely do the one little thing is to to dress them in a way that that doesn't attract Mm -hmm. that kind of attention I feel like it's worth it uh but your youngest you said she's she is she's got some fire but I I predict that she's going to be an Olympic uh, an Olympic hurdler Mm. like she's oh yeah she's ridiculous really yes at age six was like hurdling like like we we were at our cabin this past mm-hmm. summer and she like hurdled this this chain and Derek was like whoa wait do that again <laughs> <laughs> he was like I now coach cross country yeah he's like no, I, or, or, yeah. or track and field it's no longer baseball yeah. but you've committed to something with your youngest for this this year I sure have yeah so she just turned seven in December and this year when the weather breaks we are going to run three days a week. Um, she loves running. She's got like this crazy natural runner's stance and just goes. Mm-hmm. So we've run a mile together before. Um, she keeps me going. I keep her going a little bit sometimes, but she's got a lot of energy and she has a natural desire to run. So yeah, it's going to be good for all of us. And then Olivia, say, and my oldest together. has decided, mm-hmm. right. And my oldest has decided that maybe she'll try it once or twice too. Aww, <laughs> so we'll see it. what happens. Yeah, there. it's funny how, so our kids are, are kind of similar in age. So Olivia and Noah are just a few months apart. Mm-hmm. And then your youngest mm-hmm. um, is, is three almost, yeah, three years older than I guess my mm-hmm. youngest. But uh, yeah, it's kind of funny how, Noah and and Olivia are so similar. They're very sweet and peacekeepers. Mm-hmm. Not super athletic. Like Noah likes mm-hmm. like yeah. you know to participate in baseball. I think that's a good place for him. He's mm-hmm. not somebody who would be good at, at competing in a single sport like mm-hmm. something like wrestling where he has to try to all on him all the time. Like he yeah. can't handle that mm-hmm. pressure. I totally get that. Uh, but Lucas is like yeah. Let me at him. Knuckles. Yeah, he's, he's gonna take him down. <laughs> Knuckles is like let me go. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to raise them in a way to appreciate their, like, differences and mm-hmm. their similarities and, you know, not favor one over the other. Do you find that too, Nina? But, like, sometimes you're like, oh, my goodness. how do I balance yes. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's incredibly hard, like, especially with my youngest, because she demands so much attention all the time, just naturally. It's Mm -hmm. nothing that she's, you know, trying to steal it from her sister. So I find myself giving her a lot more attention than my oldest, who was just content with sitting Mm -hmm. on the couch, like, chilling on her tablet. But I have to constantly remind myself that she needs attention, too, and that we need to make sure that we somehow balance all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so natural. I mean, we talk about this all the time with, with, you know – my children, uh, and you know, you know both of them, Nita, they're, one seems like she's exactly like me and the other one seems like he's not at all, but when it comes to personality type, <laughs> it's actually opposite. Like, it's kind of funny. Like, my interests <laughs> align with Rosemary, but my personality lies there. And it's interesting how there's different times that that, that rises to the top. And so that's what makes family, right? Now, yeah. are your girls oh, about sure. the same distance apart that you guys are apart? No. Or they're... Uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, not quite. The, well, we're three and a half years apart, yeah. and they're mm-hmm. two two years and like three months apart. Oh, okay. okay, all right. So, so. not just a mm-hmm. difference. It will be it'll yeah. be cool. So I imagine it's uh, pretty cool to have a sister to depend on. Yeah. So. Yeah. We pretty didn't. Cool. Nina yeah. and I didn't like each other until no? we were. I went to college. It was pretty much when I met you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, we had some. We had some amazing like <laughs> kitchen floor brawls back in the day. I'm I mean, not gonna like, lie. I can like, totally picture and see this. A hundred percent. I would expect nothing else. Yeah. I think I think one of my favorite memories of this was my bedroom was like down the hall from the bathroom so it was like if I ran straight to the bathroom it was just a straight mm-hmm. shot and she was brushing her teeth one day and I was mad at her about clothes because we shared clothes mm-hmm. and I charged her full on and just tackled her in the bathroom and then learned very very quickly that while she's somewhat she she's a little more meek than I am she <laughs> is a scrappy scrappy fighter <laughs> big mistake because she whipped me. I believe it. I believe it. And I would imagine that she fights a little dirty when it comes down to it. She's like, you started this shit, I'm going to end this shit. Scrappy. Like, Mm -hmm. the scrappiest. I was like, nope, I'm good. Oh, and you knew if I whip her once, we're done. Right? Yeah. yeah. She's She's got like a significant amount of upper body strength compared mm-hmm. to me. I'm pretty weak up top. My legs are strong. I think we're opposite in that, probably. Yeah. I was going to say, you're still yeah. like that. I watch you but flip she... that stuff around the Karen cupboard. I'm always like, holy crap, man. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't, don't scrap with her. She'll win. No, I'm not you. doing it. I know better. I was an only child, Athena. Like, there is no land that I even know how to, like, do anything other than polish each other's nails. Like, I got no idea how to fight. Well, it just reminds me of the time. So, okay, our brother has, like, really dark brown hair. I have, like, lighter, lighter hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nina has red hair and then our cousin Crystal uh, used to run with us all the time like we took her on vacations and stuff and she has like super blonde hair Mm -hmm. Uh, so it was very confusing I'm sure to people but I remember you and Crystal like trying to like fist fight on vacations (laughs) and like how ridiculous (laughs) it looked because you weren't really fighting but kind of play fighting but not and you know it was because she became like a sister to us really like through yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so Mm -hmm. yeah it's just funny so so how do you your girls get along are they are they supportive of each other or are they they scrapping it up amongst themselves there no well they know that in my house um it is a no violence zone mm-hmm. so we struggle with that sometimes where you know they might get a little hit in here or there but for the most part they know that we don't practice violence here and they they usually honor that pretty well so Good. it's just mostly words and like yelling at each other mm-hmm. and Slamming doors and crying. The typical girl stuff. Oh, slamming girls and crying. Oh, that happens with just boys, ramping too. up. <laughs> so oh, just wait, Nina. That's so true. Excited. You'll have two teenage girls at once. Yeah. Ew. 
horrendous. Yeah. You may escape to my house. <laughs> Truly, you can. Okay, perfect. Yeah, perfect every once in a while, you. Rosemary will apologize. She'll be like, Mom, I'm really sorry. And she was a good kid, but yeah, she, she was, was. Oh, you're right. Yeah. All the crying and the slamming of the doors and the, oh. Yeah. So, Lordy. well, I mean, oh, yeah. we could talk forever. I We have stories we galore. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just our lives. Um, <laughs> but, you know, maybe we'll have you back on, you know, season, I like it. season three, season four. We'll just keep bringing you back and, uh, you know, we can explore <laughs> more of the depths of our psyches and why we're so twi- weird and twisted. It's perfect, I right? I like it. And can we just blame <laughs> Shell for everything? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Shell. She's going to listen to this. Yeah. She's like, going to be like, Jasmine, we're done. And I'll be like, no, I'm not. this promise. But I love to give her a hard time because, you know, we moms, we work hard and we have to remember that we're just doing our best along the way. And if your worst crime is dressing them hideously, then I would take it. The bear. The, uh, the bear is the bear's pretty it's bad. It's so good. It's so bad. It's so good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, it's been a, an extreme pleasure to mm-hmm. have you on, Nina. I, I thank you. Thank for, you. Guys. Yeah. Thank you for being a part of this crazy craziness. And uh, I love you. Thanks for being here. I love you. So sweet. Oh, thank you. Well, before we go, as you know, we have three questions that we ask all of our guests. And the first one is mine. So I will ask you, what is your favorite coffee beverage? It is a venti flat white from Starbucks with five shots. Oh, (laughs) I would literally be jittering my way to the Delaware state line to see you. Holy crap. Five shots. You're up to five. Five shots. You weren't up to five. I'm up to five. I was not, but I just finished one not long ago, um, and I'll still sleep tonight. We're good. But I bought myself like this fancy ninja coffee pot and don't even use it because I'm like, that's not enough for me. Let's go. (laughs) I would literally be, sh- I would be beyond shaking. I wouldn't sleep for the next week and a half. Yeah, you'd be done. All right. All right. Cool. So but I do like a question two. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite adult beverage? It is beer. Uh, more specifically in the fall, winter, we do the porters and stouts in the summertime or lager ale. Awesome. If that's if that's specific enough. Yeah, you're into the like nitro mm-hmm. pumpkin, like some mm. of that like deep. You're like yes. you like the the deeper. Yeah, Very you're nice. into. And the- we got to do a little, Go ahead. a little pH shout out for the uh, Hershey's Yingling, which is probably you're like the third person right who has mentioned that to us. It is like, good. I gotta go get some. I'm not gonna lie because I love Yingling. And it's so, exactly like, the finish yes. you expect it to be. Like ah. it's it it lives up to its name. Sometimes beers do not, but mm-hmm. like it is Hershey's. Right. Yeah. Well, so. you know mm-hmm. what? We're almost at our season finale. I suggest that we have some on our season finale. Well, because we are doing mm-hmm. uh, candies of our childhood. Yeah. Love. So. Well, so amazing yeah. okay. candies of our childhood and some Hershey yes. lager okay. okay all right last question mm-hmm. uh, so our favorite one. our favorite question it is uh what is your passion my passion is oh my goodness that's a hard one so right now um really becoming the best person that I can be um if the past two years have taught me nothing else it's that I need to refocus and re kind of calibrate and figure out exactly how I'm going to move forward and be a more positive person for the people around me. So I would say right now that's kind of where I am. I think that's awesome. That's, that's amazing. You know, yeah. I think that inward and self-reflection. I loved you started your interview by saying about there's no better time than 2020 because when we come back out, we can be <laughs> anybody we want to be. And I love it that you're being so thoughtful about it. Yeah, so that's awesome. Well, thanks, Nina. As yes. always, it was a delight to hang out with the Williams sisters. Yes. So thank you for letting me uh, hang oh, on out with you, you guys. Yeah, Appreciate absolutely. It. Thanks for listening. I'm Shyla And I'm Jasmine. And we're thriving in a small town. It's Catherine and Jasmine and Drunk Shallow. It's time for coffee and booze. Clink.